Hey everyone, The Vern here. Uh, before we begin this episode with guest Corlin Jewell, I need to let you know that this particular episode was not recorded at Conduit Sound Studios. In fact, it was recorded at Ashley's house, and hence that's why the vocals that we do don't sound as strong as normal. Uh, also, just let you know too that during the show, I mentioned Corlin's podcast as Hainty Pinky when in fact it got changed to the High Profile Life podcast. So uh, go to Cor- Corlin Jewel's website, CorlinJewel.com and it'll have links for her uh, podcast and her books. Uh, Corlin Jewel is a author, podcaster, sets educator, adult film star, ice skater, just an extraordinary woman, and it was such a fun time to talk to her about her life. Uh, now, during the show, uh, Corlin Jewell doesn't come into the conversation till you know, probably a good 30 minutes in, but I think you'll love all the conversations that we actually have before that. Uh, but yes, don't forget to check us out on all the favorite podcast platforms, Podchaser, Good Pod, Apple Podcasts. Leave us ratings and reviews. Uh, love you all very much. Uh, don't forget about our website, cinemarecall.net. Anyways, I don't want to dabble anymore, so I'll give you those few warnings and let's get on to our episode. Love you all. This podcast may contain adult language, adult situations, spoilers, and some brief nudity, so parental guidance is adjusted. We have such sights to show you. After about five minutes of this movie, you're going to wish you had ten beers. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. So, what would you little maniacs like to do first? Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> la-di-da, la-di-da, la-la, yeah. Welcome back to the Cinema Recall Podcast. Give us a moment your clothes. Hi. You see, as we, as Ashley, Cinema Recall Podcast. Hello, my Live from my home. From your home. That's right. The farm. All right, let's hear it. The farm. At here. At my house. You know why? Because for my birthday... Vern gifted me with helping me clean. Yes. It's what I do I for friends. I was overwhelmed. I needed help. And I really thought when I came to this place, your house would be a much bigger mess. I know. It's just You not. said, it's, just, it's so horrible. So I've spent like just huge things of laundry. No, I just, well, you haven't seen my laundry pile. It's in my room between my bed and the wall. It's just a big, huge It just makes wall. my bed look like an, like an extra wide king. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you guys like that much laundry? Do you like crawl? No, it's no, no. It's chivalry. wall, it's wall, clothes, bed. <laughs> all right. So no, I don't have to do that. Cool. All right. So Pearl and Jewel is on our way. So this gives us a good chance to say hi and welcome to all of you out there watching. Thank you very much. Tell me what happened here this week, Ashley, for you. What happened to me yeah. this week? Oh my gosh, you guys. I signed my divorce papers and they got filed with the court, which means as soon as the judge sees it and signs it, I'm a divorced woman. You're a divorced woman. Right, I'm a divorcee. What did I do? It's pretty great. Like, pretty, it's pretty it, satisfying. I, like, he signed it, his lawyer signed it, I signed it. Well, he didn't sign it the same day. He signed it the day before. Okay. But then we got it. I signed it. My lawyer signed it. We sent it in, and it got filed with the court all on the same day, which is pretty awesome. Which is not like unheard of, I think. I don't think it generally gets um, filed that quickly. Well, hot damn! I am you. That is freaking epic. Yeah. Okay. 
So I'm trying to think now what I have coming up. So as you can tell, we had our interview with Jill Gabar-Gizien yep, last week. We did. But I wasn't able to post that because my laptop broke. So I uh-huh. put another episode up in its place. So I do have to give these people a quick shout out because they were very shout nice. Shout out. Ignore yeah. my yawning. It's about that time, people. Uh, I always yawn. Can we record this shit later? It's because I'm bored, but I'm not. I'm just, it's it's, it's like the first wave of being tired before I should go to bed. So quickly, I got to get a shout out right now to people who shared my Nate of the Living Dead audio drama. Thank you for sharing this stuff. So shout outs right now to everyone over at the Film Rage Podcast. Uh, big shout outs to Unproduced and Unadapted, Invasion of the Remake, Grutum Movies, sorry, Grutu Movies, uh, Great Cafaro, uh, A Bunny, The Good Evening Keys Podcast, It Goes Down the PM, Shots and Applaud, Shoot the Flick, Saturday Morning Podcast, Podcastic Audio, your next favorite movie, The Chris and Christine Show, The Podcast That Wouldn't Die, The Mac Pixie Weirdo Podcast, Donnie Roberts, and finally, Science Fiction Remnant, thank you very much for helping us out and sharing this episode. Really appreciate that. Uh, we are live, not at Conduit Sun Studios. But on Erickson Farmstead. But on your wonderful farm. Right. Come on down. Even though you can't really Get married here. Have a party here. Look at my ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's gorgeous here. Come have an array of events right here in the beautiful town of Isanti, Minnesota. I'm trying to look oh God, now people to... know where I live. Right. Also, just be, so you know, be um... warned, I did take an edible. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. So just, uh, I got this new app called Melon. Uh, big shout out to uh, Robbie Sherman from Conversations with Robbie Sherman, who told me is that hey, Vern, your you, your show needs this. Uh huh. This app called Melon. I'm like, okay, and I don't know why I'm getting right now they're that not sponsored me. i should download this on my computer and i should practice using it oh my god yes yeah because let's be honest young man you are not the you're not the wizard i am of, i am not of I, can I have no like you computers. can do stuff when it comes to editing but it just like it took me a while just to connect yeah. both this for the and I, I believe I should, we should be live on the Facebook group so we see this we on are. there. I saw some. Oh my gosh, thank you. All right, so it worked. So this week I've just been rewatching a lot of like old favorites again, like from the nineties. So I rewatched the Mall Rats. Yeah, and and the hold up. It does. Well, the funny thing too, the Blu-ray there's an extended version. Oh. And I was like, oh, extended version. What does that mean? So that means it's a longer version. I, I know what extended version means. <laughs> yeah. What the, is different? What what's the there, there's a there's a whole fifteen minute introduction to the movie. Oh Lord. What, is it even worth the extra fifteen minutes? I mean it it's what well, in the new version it happens at this governor's ball mm-hmm. and I think it is T S is there with his girlfriend mm-hmm. and he gets his musket caught in her hair. Oh boy. And now the, and there's a misconfusion saying that they're terrorists. Oh, yeah, with a musket. With a musket. Of course. And trying to Nothing is scarier than a man with a musket. Yeah, and trying to assassinate the governor. Of course, with, mm-hmm. a, with a musket. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then through the whole movie, we're in joke about, hey, where's the one that tried to assassinate the governor? Is that in the movie, really? Yes. Oh, so it explains that. Yes. 
and that's that's basically it. But you don't need to more any more of that. So yeah, uh, we watched that, uh, and then there was another one I watched. All right, there was an, oh, and I saw a movie on Hulu yeah. called Not Okay. Oh. Preview for that? I want to see that, but I haven't watched it yet. You know what movie I watched? What's that? Well, first tell me about Not Okay. Uh, and not, it wasn't a movie, I guess. Not Okay stars Zoe Dutch, the daughter of Leah Thompson. And in this one, she plays a girl that has this crush on this social media influencer and decides that she decides to fake a trip. Oh, to Paris. that's right. Yes. And yep, that's right. And then there's like a, a, there was a bombing. bombing in Paris. Yeah. But then everybody's like making her out to be this like um, survivor when she wasn't even there because she faked being there the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was, she was good. Did you like it? It was okay. It was okay. Is it like your typical teen sort of. But I thought they were going to do, be dramedy. doing, well, I thought they'd be doing more like a social satire on the whole being social media influencers. Oh, and come on. This is made for try. children. No, that's. Teens. Made for teens. I wouldn't say that. This is you don't much, think so? This is much more hard. This is this is definitely an R-rated show. I don't really. Oh yeah. Oh, teens are gonna watch it. Well, of course they're gonna watch it. But I I, I thought it could be more like a satire about that. Sure. How people could be kind of vapid and vain and whatnot, or people who pretend to have good social causes without mm-hmm. actually doing anything. Right. Or they, they just want to make, take the credit. They want to take the credit. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it'd be something like that, but. It turns out not to be, and I like the performance that Zoe Dutch plays, but it felt like it didn't go like hardcore enough. Mm-hmm. Like this, like before the movie, they give a content warning, saying that there's uh, talked about trauma and an unlikable main protagonist. That's what the, they had to warn us that there's an unlikable main protagonist because yeah, she's a horrible person. But beware, she, you might like this bad person. Yeah, I said she's she's very horrible. Like she yeah, she does horrible things. Well, and I wanted like to most antiheroes. Yeah. Like I I don't think we need a warning about that. Did you imagine like when we went to Escape from New York? Like this movie contains a guy who may not go by the ways of the law. Right. Beware. He may be horrible moral bigness or something. So Yes. Yeah. So Watch that, not okay, and it was just okay. A movie that I thought was much better and dealt with the, that whole mm-hmm. issue was um, Ingrid It Goes West with oh, Aubrey yeah, Plaza yeah. That's right. and Elizabeth Olsen. I thought that one was really, really good. So, tell me to check that out. Well, I watched Keep Breathing, and that is a six-part series that Netflix put out about a girl who is trying to connect with her mother who abandoned her, and she ends up in a plane that crashes and she's stuck in the Alaskan wilderness alone. Okay. And it's just like a survival movie, but also it does flashbacks about her life. Um, and she sees dead people talking to her. It's really her own mind, obviously, but um, it was really good. And actually I just read that it got 43% on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. and got bad reviews and I loved it. I thought it was great. Keep breathing. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And they're like, oh, too many flashbacks. It's not necessary. It is necessary. So you understand her will to want to live. Okay. And all of, like, the trauma she had growing up and why she is the way she is. And I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. I, will check I it liked out. it. I was on the edge of my seat. Edge of seat. So we're going to do a new section of the show, Ash. Okay. 
going to be epic. Here it goes. It's going to be favorite thing in the world here. What is it? Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you out there, the audience watching everywhere. We're going to do three minutes with Ashley. Here we go, folks. <laughs> three minutes with Ashley. <laughs> I'll be back. So that's code for Vern has to poop. Hi, everyone. It's me, Ashley. You either know me or you don't know me, but do know this. I don't, I don't know me. <laughs> oh, Vern, don't leave me alone. Ugh. Anyways, I had a great week. I'm like, for all intents and purposes, divorced, which is fucking amazing. What else happened? Um, a few other things happened, but I can't read <sighs> anything. No, nothing. He left me here to tell you about my very boring life, which here I am people. I don't know. I got nothing. Three minutes with me. I'm sorry, you guys. Well, we got two two minutes left. We've been only a minute. <sighs> well, what else? What else can I tell you? I started working out, lifting twice a week. Hopefully, sweet sweet six pack and an ass you can bounce quarters off of. What else? What else could a girl want? <laughs> what else could a girl want? Um. I don't know, you guys. If you haven't watched that Netflix show, though, you should. It's really good. Oh, good. He's coming back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Every week on Real Spoilers, what we do is we take that week's big release on the weeks that we guess right. And we spoil it for you So if you saw a movie and you want to talk about it with your friends But maybe maybe you don't have any friends We can be your friends in podcast form We'll talk about the movie in rich, vibrant detail And it's kind of like a book club for movies Yeah, we're so, just a bunch of movie nerds Yeah, and you know? so it's just a long-form conversation about the movie Going through its plot, talking about what worked And uh, a lot of times what didn't And making fun of it when it doesn't work And if you like the show, feel free to share it on uh, your Facebook social media Twitter verse thing stuff. So that's what we do on Real Spoilers. It's like a book club for movies, only with less Oprah. Don't ever leave me alone again! Uh, I'm not very entertaining, Vern. No, I'm not. I got nothing to say. I don't have anything interesting to talk about. Well, sure. If I, I'm, a, I'm an interesting person to have a conversation with, not to just like. I'm not. I couldn't just entertain on stage. What? I don't know. It's not here yet. Did you get a oh, drink of the whisk? I did. Thank you very much. You're right. the best. I so, know. So besides that, uh, I want to talk about a few things. Oh, uh, first I of all, it. thank you all for listening or watching. Uh, you can find us everywhere that podcasts are sold. Uh, I know that we're available on Full Swap Radio on every Sunday. So definitely look for that. Oh, uh, then also we're coming up, uh, Convergence. Yeah. Very excited about Convergence. You've never been there before. No. It's going to be a fun time. It ought to be. All those little party rooms. You'll be Do you hit. think there's going to be party rooms? There were last year. All right. Yeah. That's what I was kind of curious about. So, and that was a big dance floor. 
I have to say about oh, oh yeah. That's my jam. You're gonna be jamming for sure. I'm gonna be jamming for show. Mm -hmm. uh, but really quickly though, I gotta give I'm gonna get these out of the way right now, and that's our promos. Oh yeah. So one of our promos we have right now is with Newsly. Newsly is a new app for your iOS phones or Android. Mm -hmm. And all it is is that you no longer have to scroll through the web. You can download this and you can choose the topics you want. And it'll read it. It'll read it to you. Which is nice. The friendly voice, and it has podcasts on there. We're one of the podcasts featured. So it's newsly.me to download the app for free. But if you use our promo code recall, you get one month of their premium service. Nice. So that's very that's cool. Pretty dope. Love that. Uh, so, you know, I, and another one too I want to mention is ExpressVPN. Because let me ask you this, Ash. Sure. Do you ever want to know what movies are like in other countries? Yeah, I've heard they have great movies. And content, but you can't because you can't you're, have it. you're stuck here in Minnesota. We don't, live, we don't live there, Burn. We're, we're stuck that here in Minnesota. That is for those people, and what we get is for us. And that's the end of it. And that, yeah, some rich right? assholes. Us people or is it? are. No, it's not because you have a chance to watch what's going on, and maybe Netflix China has stuff you want to watch. Mm -hmm. Or maybe. The UK Hulu has things you want to see. Mm, yes, yes, I'm sure it does. Maybe uh, the Netherlands Netflix. Pornhub has others, other things that you ah, can't get here. Right. But we go to expressvpn.com slash pod. You're able to experience everything of this and get three months for free. So just with our code. With our code. Yeah. So cinemarecall. Sorry. Pete. No. No. ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN. Dot com uh -huh. slash cinema, cinema recall pod. pod. All right. Did you tell her six or seven? I told her seven o'clock our time, which would be five o'clock her time, because she's in California okay. time. Okay. So she. So you did specify the time zone issue. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Just checking. I'm just checking. I'm just checking in on you, I mean, baby. Because <sighs> now I'm making the question myself here, and I messaged her on other, her all her like. Platforms and I'm just want to make sure. Yeah, she'll get to us eventually. Well, sure, eventually. I have, I have hope. I have hope in Miss Carlin Drew. Well, yeah, because I mean, she's you know a top performer, and I want to know how I get into this industry. Oh no, you don't. <laughs> you're so full of it. You just want to know because you're curious. Well, you well, yeah. So yeah, I say I, I don't mind like a few people watching, but I don't know if I can have that many people watching and someone getting like the lights. Right on your junk. You try to perform a scene. You know, you get you get fluff. And uh from what I hear, it's just um from what I hear it's just like work. Yeah. Like it's not super sexy, it's not like, oh, it's really great. It's performing. Yeah. It's like work. But you see yeah. some of the situations or what they're able to fuck them, like I would not want to do that in my own life. I feel like um yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Just the idea of, what do you mean, fuck off? What are you talking about? You know, they, we, when, like, people have to, like, you know, they play like, these, they fuck in a pool, or there's, like, one where they have, like, like, fuck on a kitchen counter, and they can barely fit on the kitchen counter, so the girl has her ass up on the counter, something like this, mm -hmm. and... There's like a situation where the girl's like too small, the guy is like too large, and they're trying to park on this like counter, and they can barely 
Bailey's like, no, people will not be able to fit on this. Speak for yourself. And then they, well, uh, <laughs> okay. I fucked on the kitchen counter yeah, before. Okay. On a bathroom counter. All right. Lots of counters. I'm sure they happen, but it's like, imagine like a kitchen counter that's like half the size and whatnot. And you don't need much room. That's probably true. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? You don't need much room for that, nothing. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but just the way that they had it laid up, like, like, I'm like, yep. I'm like, that's, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, just the way they shot, like, someone, this guy had, like, stand on his tippy toes. Probably. They yeah. probably gave him a crate. Yeah. They probably gave him a crate. Okay. Did you see his toes? No, no. No, they look, probably look. had him on a box. They, <laughs> they probably had him on a box. And they yeah. have, she probably does yoga and fish. She knows, she can balance. Yeah, that's true. Porn stars, porn stars do know about their yoga. They do. That's fair enough. Yoga they and Pilates, they keep it tight. And they probably have the most cleanest asshole ever. Imagine yeah. how much, you know, do you, gotta, you gotta clean that. If you're doing tape of adult stuff, you gotta just clean the area. Well, like, I think most you, people clean their area on a daily basis. Yeah. But what I think you mean is hair removal and asshole bleaching. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's, yes. That's what you mean. 100%. Yeah. Okay. So, like, yeah, probably. I mean, I think I know a lot of people who like to not bleach their assholes. Um, that sounds painful. But, uh, like, Get what they get waxed. They get the whole Brazilian. They do like fucking asshole scrotum, yeah. fleshy fun bridge, the whole kit and caboodle. The whole Yeah, just take that Calgon take After these messages. Hi guys, I'm Bubba Wheat. And I am Rob Branch. And we are coming at you with a new podcast called Lyrical Innuendo where we have every episode ask the question that is the most important question in music, and that is, is this song about sex? Mm. So you can find us at rabbitholepodcast.com on Anchor or Stitcher. Yeah, that sounds good. So why don't you just sit down, pop a Viagra, and um, make sure to swallow, because this is going to get deep. Yeah, oh, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you and I can see you. Hi. Hello. Should I start the video? Let me see what's happening. You did. You start the video too. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi there. How are you guys? Good. How was traffic? Whew. Bad. I was going to do the interview in my office, but he was—he said he was going to leave before seven, and I was like, "Oh, you know," and he doesn't trust me, I guess, to lock up. So I was like, "All right, I guess I'm going to go home now then." So. All right then. Well, hell yes. Well. How are you guys? Great, Good. it's nice to see you. You too. Are you in a different location? Oh, we are at, at my house today. Okay. You came to help me clean because um, as a birthday gift. Is it your birthday? Overwhelmed. When's, your birth- When's your birthday? It was July. Okay, July. my son's birthday is today, so that's what I asked. So, my son's birthday is today? Oh, yes. That's oh, right. Yes. taking him out to dinner. Yeah, I'm going to do it tomorrow night. We ended up deciding. Oh, so nice. Oh, yeah. too How cool. How old is he today? He is 15. Oh, Lord. Oh, wow. Damn. And now, yeah. My oh. daughter, I have a 15-year-old. 
and yep, I feel for you. I know, right? So, yes. Live with us today, if you can see on the screen, Miss Carolyn Jewel. Carolyn Jewel. She has a new book out right now called When the Ace Melts. She is the host of the Hanky Pinky podcast, which you can find on a whole bunch of platforms, including Full Swap Radio, which you can find our show up to. <laughs> so uh, she has interviewed many great people in the uh, adult industry. Uh, she's a sense educator. Uh, definitely check out her podcast, the Hanky Pinky podcast. Um, and she has swimmers clubs. She's just ice skaters it's all around you have just done so much stuff corlin i know <laughs> definitely interested to dive into that mind of yours all right all right i'm so, ready really quickly because i did look you up uh -huh. <laughs> and i saw a lot of pictures mm. and videos and I'm like oh god damn let me just allow me goddamn. to preface oh, this when burn uh, took an edible and he's been drinking. Okay, so I'm going to apologize in advance. Oh my God, a very gorgeous lady. That Vern That's might not, make. Is that appropriate to say you are very beautiful? Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, you can definitely join our OnlyFans, which I have. Oh, uh, good for you. And I highly recommend that. I mean, I should know that I get your email. Okay. Uh, you should have an OnlyFans site. Oh, for what? <laughs> You're late. Right, just sit around and be like, I don't know what to say, you guys. I'm so sorry. I don't know. If you're doing that voice with them, that'd be kind of hot. I would do that voice. I'm yeah. like, you guys, I don't even know. I don't know what to tell you. Right, oh. there we go. All right. So getting back on track. Yes. Uh, first of all, thank you for being on the show. Second of all, I've never actually interviewed anyone who, you know, has worked in the industry before. So tell me briefly. Yes. How did you get into the industry? Um, I got into the industry, you know, it was kind of by a fluke, I guess. Um, it was 2008 when the housing market was crashing and I was, uh, I owned a mobile fitness company for children and I was married to my husband and he came to me and said, you know, um, women sell their underwear online. And I was like, no, they don't. Why are you looking at that? And he was like, I'm not looking, but I just know they do. And, and I was like, okay, well, I'm not selling my underwear online. And he's like, well, you should, cause it'll make good money. And so the next day he went to work and I went down to look, I looked on the internet and I typed in like buy my used underwear. And I was like, oh my God, they really do. And so I went down to Ross and I bought panties and I took pictures and I posted them on Craigslist. And I actually built a website all in a day. And I sold $400 worth of panties in one day, which has never happened to me ever since then. But um, he came home and I said, um, hey, look what I did. And he goes, oh, I was just joking. And I was like, but I made $400 today. And he's like, go for it. And that turned into <laughs> webcaming and then custom videos. And then um, somebody wanted a video of us together. And so then we got involved in like, let's swing your lifestyle. And then uh, when I got divorced, I started uh, dancing. And dancing led to um, getting a job as a, well, I started modeling. Modeling led to dancing. Dancing led to getting a job as a director in the porn industry because my degree's in directing. And that led into me being like, wait a second, I've been here all day on set and I only got paid $300 and she was here for an hour and got $1,500. I'm going to go to that site. And so that's how I got into the industry. Well, that's great. the short version. <laughs> so uh, do you just shoot your own content or have you worked with like studios before? Have you worked? I mostly work with studios. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, the industry has changed a lot. Um, but you know, I prefer to just go in, get paid for my work. There's no royalties, but you know, just go in, get paid for my work and then they get the content and 
I get paid and off we go. But nowadays there's a lot of what people do is content trade. So, you know, everybody's got their OnlyFans page and then, you know, they trade content and then, but for me, um, I don't have the patience to, you know, shoot that many videos and be on there day in, day out on all of these different platforms, um, which is why my only, my, my only fans is free. And that's, you know, to bring, that's just to bring fans base to me. So. Okay. Brad. Well, uh, when did you, so I'm interested in your ice skating. Mm-hmm. So when did you start ice skating? Uh, we immigrated from South Africa when I was three years old, and that's from what I understand. My dad took me ice skating, and I never left since. So I skated, and my entire life was all about going to the Olympics for skating. So, um, like during high school and stuff, I you know I didn't do drugs or anything like that, and I didn't have sex because I didn't want to get pregnant. Um, so, um, and then skating led to me living. I lived up in I lived up at the Olympic Training Center up in Lake Arrowhead in the mountains, and then I moved to uh, Madison, Wisconsin for skating, and then I got injured at the age of 18 oh. and, it, and I tried to self, you know, self-medicate and that didn't work. And, um, ultimately I was kind of left with like, now what the hell do I do? You know, cause I, I really, my plan was, you know, go to the Olympics for South Africa and then own my own Circus de Soleil show and travel the world. And now I was like, okay, now I don't know what I'm going to do. So that's kind of where my life all took a turn. And then when I look back on it, what injury did you get? What was your injury? A lot. I had, um, a broken collarbone and ribs and um, like stress fractures. And so yeah. um, I was just doing ibuprofen, you know, 800 milligrams to a thousand a day, a lot. Yeah. Of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just, I was a, I was a pair skater. So um, I, I knew, I knew I never could make it to the Olympics period for the United States of America, but South Africa didn't have a team. And so um, I was very, very good at pair skating. I was not the best at single skating. And so um, then I had to find a partner. I'm left-handed, so I had to learn how to do everything right-handed. Oh too. no! So um, that has been so hard. It's difficult. It's definitely yeah. difficult. So yeah. yeah. So that was my skating, and then you know I moved. I got married to my husband, and then we moved to Sweden for his work. Um, and I coached ice skating over there, but it's not the same as you know America, where it's a, you know we get a, paid a decent hourly rate here versus sure. over there. It's ten dollars an hour. I think I was getting paid. And um, um, and then I opened up a mobile fitness company for kids when we came back to America after four years of living in Sweden, and um, then the housing market crashed. So here I am. <laughs> and then and now you are who you are. Yes. And you do what you do, which is awesome. I do what I do. Uh, so that is really kind of fascinating. Um, I'm just very sorry. My hand. I'm sorry. It's Ashley. I do this. Okay. All right. It's all right. You know me for like a long time. Yeah. Oh, all, all right. All right. You talk with your hands. I got That's this. why. I'm a handbreaker. Right, I, I do I do this and I go, no, no, put it down. That's Behave. right. Behave right. yourself, man. All right. So I, I do have to ask about this. The Swinners Club. I knew you like own a couple of Swinners Club. And I'm very curious, like, how does one kind of like get into that? Like so. because especially from like a small town or anything like that, uh -huh. I wouldn't even know where to even find a Swinners Club to actually do a YouTube one. Well, so what we did, the reason I got into it in the beginning was um, because my husband and I, like I said, we were getting requests for like doing custom videos together. And so we had a client who um, wanted me to do, you know, he bought a pair of panties and he wanted me to have sex with my husband on camera. And my husband and I didn't want anybody we knew to film us. So we found a couple on Craigslist. And by the time it all like, you know, happened in the evening, we were too drunk to even like do it because we were nervous, they were nervous. And so we woke up in the morning and I'm like, we didn't film, did he? And he's like, I don't think so. And so we ended up, giving them my client their money back. But then my husband came to me and he's like, I thought that was kind of hot having people in the room while we were having sex. And I was like, okay, but we weren't having sex. But, and he was like, well, if we were drinking, I mean, you know, if we were not drunk, then maybe. So that's what led us into uh, getting involved in the lifestyle. And at that time, 
again, back to Craigslist. And uh, that's kind of, you know, where we found, you know, a house to go to and so on and so on. Um, and so what I do now is um, I, you know, I do, I do coaching. So I do like lifestyle coaching and adult industry coaching. And I help people that either want to get involved in the lifestyle or if they're involved and they're having issues, or if somebody wants to get involved in the adult industry and wants to know the safe ways to go about doing it. Because I feel like had my husband and I had the guidance that I offer people now, we might've still been married. We just, we didn't know the etiquette. We didn't know the rules. We didn't know the warning signs. And so, you know, you name the mistake and we made it. And so that's kind of how it happened. And then um, one thing led to another, I started dancing and then I got, you know, asked, Hey, I heard you used to be in the lifestyle or, you know, with your husband, would you run a, an event here? And I'm like, I'm not an event planner. I don't know anything about it. But when they yeah. told me what they were going to, you know, invest in me, I was like, I can learn about it. So then um, that's what we did. I did an event there and it was a success. And then I did another event in my town and it was a success. And so then the owner of the, of the building uh, said to me, okay, I'm going to invest $50,000 in you go go find a place and make it work. And so we did. And, um, and you know, there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad. I mean, I, I look back on my life and I sometimes say I should have just stayed dancing at the club and nothing else because I was just, I was dancing three days a week. I was financially stable. I wasn't stressed and I was enjoying life. And then ever since I've done this, I'm, I'm very stressed and I'm, you know, and I have, I've gone through a lot of lawsuits and uh, I just had a lawsuit served to me today right now. So it's sitting on oh, my couch. Geez. I'm sorry to hear about that. That's shitty. Oh, okay. that's horrible. Make it known. I own nothing. I have nothing. I have no savings. I own nothing. So good luck with that. <laughs> like, oh. try to bleed a turnip. I mean, what? Yeah. Squeeze all you want, I guess. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's so. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry, too. Uh, yeah, it's just a nightmare. Um, but you know, um, so for people that want to get involved in lifestyle nowadays, you know, there's uh, there's different uh, websites. There's podcasts about it. There's blogs, articles. My website has a ton of articles and a ton of podcasts about it. And then now, um, like my website offers free trials to different lifestyle swinger websites. Um, and then they can try them and see which one is best for their area, which lists, you know, um, parties and meet and greets and all that kind of stuff. And what people don't understand is there's so many different variations of being involved as a swinger in the swinger lifestyle. It's not just like a husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend go and have sex with somebody else. That's not yeah, all it's about. Yeah. That's what I'm sort of like picturing. Everybody does that. Everybody pictures, they picture, picture it's a free for all. Like you walk in and you can just be like, oh, I'm yeah, that's what I yeah. Like, all right, we're going to walk in, honey, and we're going to like to set a bar and see who porches us. Now, yeah, like, no. I don't think so. Like, think about it, like, you've got to, like, and tell me if I'm wrong, but, I mean, you kind of have to have, like, a game plan and know who you're going, who you're looking for, or... Well, so, what I tell people is, so, first of all, I tell people that if you're, if you're getting involved in the lifestyle, okay, and you're getting involved in it to save your marriage or your relationship, it's not going to work. Now, if you go, you know the saying that they say, you know, when you least expect something, that's when it's going to happen, okay? So, if you go to a lifestyle club with the intentions of, we are going to have a full swap, which is, you know, full and full sex with another couple you're more than likely not going to, okay? Because you're so stuck on what you're going to do. If you just sure. go and meet people and talk to people and have a good time and have some drinks and just let what happens, happens. And if you don't see a couple that you're both not attracted to, don't take one for the team. Don't, you know, let your partner say to you, well, how about we do it this time? You know, I like I like this girl and, you you know, take that guy just for me and then next time I'll owe you one. None of that shit. Um, and then, um, you know, also like there's some people that will just come to a club or an event um, and they just want to watch. You know, that their turn on is to watch and then say to, to say to their partner, let's go home and try it. Or some people like to be watched, exhibitionists, and some people have the intentions of, you know, let's try a threesome. And then when fantasy meets reality, they're like, hmm, didn't really like that. You know, so you just have to really communicate with your partner. And sometimes you don't know what you're there for. When I when I coach couples, I say, well, what's your reasoning for getting into the lifestyle? Do you know why you want to get in? 
And they just say, I don't know. You know, we've been married 30 something years. We, we need a little bit of excitement or something. So it's really about communication and you don't have to know why you're getting involved in it because maybe you'll realize I'm not really a swinger, but the BDSM kind of side looks kind of cool to me. Or maybe I want to, you know, try the submissive or the dominant or whatever that may be. So it's about trial and error, I guess, you know? I like to be both dominant and submissive. Yeah, yeah. Some people do. Yeah. yeah. I just, you know, sometimes I want to get whipping, and sometimes I just want to bend that girl over to skip her to whipping of myself. Yeah, there you go. So. <laughs> oh, that's great. I want to come and just spend a week. Can I just come and yeah. spend a week? Vern, I want to spend a weekend with you guys. I want to just hang out with you guys. Oh, for a week. my God. Out there. Oh, please. We would definitely enjoy that. Hey, so you Maybe. missed it because you were driving home, but. um my divorce papers have been filed. Yay! Yeah. As of yesterday, I'm super There you go. Super happy. So, See, so yeah. you're not going to be, you're not going to be one of those that I call the I shoulda, woulda, coulda syndrome. And that is, you know, somebody, somebody that I meet that's 65 years old and says to me, I never should have stayed that. in that relationship, but I stayed no, because of the kids or I stayed in that job. Yeah. So there's so many people that look back on their lives and they say, I should have just been honest about my kink or my fetish or my this or my that. And, um, and then they say to me, you know, I don't even know, do I go left or right on Tinder? And I'm like, you don't go on Tinder, but you know, so, yeah, steer clear. Thanks. So, oh, yes. Oh, I'm smelling my hair. Oh, so hot in this house. So let me tell you this. So uh, how long have you been dancing for? Uh, dancing? I did not start dancing until I was 35 years old. Okay. Okay. Um, so I was, I was a model and my photographer said to me, do you know anybody that owns a club that's not open during the day that we can shoot at? And I was like, no, but I can find out. So girlfriend of mine said, hey, so-and-so from high school, uh, contact him. He has a club. When we pulled up there, we had no idea we were pulling up to a strip club. He goes, did yeah. you know this was a gentleman's club? And I go, nope. And then we got there. My photographer was like, okay, we'll climb on the pole and then just like hang there. And I'm like, no, like, I don't know how to do that. And so the owner of the club, who was a high school friend, he called a girl in. So she would put me on the pole and then she'd step away for the pictures and then she'd grab me again. And that's when the owner said to me, he said, uh, why don't you dance here? You should dance here. So I was like, no, I'm 35. And he's like, well, you'll make this amount of money per day. And I said, okay, where do I sign up and how do I start? So, and I actually was driving, <laughs> driving home today thinking, maybe I'll go back and dance again. Yeah. Just, just go back and do that. Yeah. So, so I'm going to see. I was curious, Colin, do you uh, make more as like a like kind of a featured dancer at clubs or do you make more uh, working in scenes and movies? Like, how does that work? Well, that's, it really depends because I mean, when you're a featured dancer, depending on where you're going, you know, your travel and your hotel and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, what are they paying you to be there? Plus, you know, what kind of tips and people do they have in there? Um, a scene like I, in, there's, there's what's called industry rates. Okay. So, um, I mean, I don't mind sharing those like an industry rate, like a boy girl scene, basic industry rates, a thousand dollars. Okay. Um, okay. no matter how long the scene's for, doesn't matter how long the scene's for, okay. no. and then it goes up and down depending on, you know, is it a boy, boy girl scene or is it, um, is it just a solo? Is it just a blow job? Is it a girl, girl scene? And that's how you kind of know. And then, and then if you're shooting a multiple in a day, like, um, sometimes a producer will bring you in, but you'll do, I'll give you an example. I went to Las Vegas, a boy, girl scene. Okay. A solo scene and then a solo yoga scene. So three scenes in one day. Okay. So they're not going to pay you your full rate because you're there all day, you know, but, um, it's better to do for me. I'd rather knock out eight scenes in a day and, you know, make my money for the month. So, um, right. but that's kind of how it works. And then depending on if you're, you know, if you're a bigger name, then you go up higher. And if you're, um, a, you know, if you're, if you're brand new and then testing is very expensive now, that's the one thing I'm a big advocate for. They, we've got to figure that out. Testing. If you do not live in LA or Miami or Las Vegas, 
Okay, wait, yeah. Those three have the facilities for $155 a test every two weeks. If you're not there and you're like where I live, it cost me almost $225 to get tested. Oh, gee. And you so guys are doing every scene. What? You got to do that before every scene. You right? have to do. You have to do that every so, two weeks. Every two weeks. I'm kind of, so. And how long does it take for the test to come back? The next day. Oh, it does. Day. Oh, okay. So it's pretty split. It's like a COVID test, just a little. Yeah, I mean, well, that's why they want it because um, they, you know, if you if you get tested by your doctor on a Monday and then you shoot on a Friday, you know, were you a slut Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday? So right. Yeah. So, I mean, I like that, you know, with the very, the, you know, very safe, the industry, because, you know, I, I meet people that are like, you know, oh, my God, you're a porn star. You, that's like, what, what diseases do you have? And I'm like, you tell me the last time you got tested. Tell me the last time you went in to get tested. Yeah. Two years ago, a year ago, you know, and how many people have you slept with in between that time, you know? Um, so, but I just think that they need to, they've got to figure out a way to lower this for the performers or make it more like a lab corp or something that's more easier for us to go to, because, um a lot of producers will say, like, if they're smaller, they'll go, you don't have to have a two-week test. A, a, a three-week test is fine or a four-week test is fine. Well, not oh, really. It's not really fine, you know, but they understand yeah. that they're they're not paying you industry rates. So if somebody's paying you $700 for a scene minus your 200 to test, five, 400, right. well, you know, and then, you're, and then you're traveled, you're driving to LA or whatever, and your gas and your time, before you know it, you're making $15 an hour. That's not worth it. So is there special, um, I would say, like, unions inside the adult industry that protect for uh, health tests like is there especially like you know insurance within the adult industry that does help out with uh we there's no there's no, there's no insurance there's no insurance now i did find i was actually at an a i was at a convention and i was speaking with the free speech coalition which is a woman from there and she said that there is a um call it stipend or like a you know like a, a grant okay there's a grant that we yeah. can apply for but from what i understand it's only like 30 dollars or something it's not like a lot of money you know um when we had the pandemic um anybody that had recently been in the industry they did send us all a 300 check you know and that was you know helpful um but if i could figure out you know that's the biggest thing for me with what i do with my podcast and you know everything that i do and my, my seminars and my education is to figure out a way to keep us continuing to be safe but affordable that people aren't saying, you know, listen, I can't, I can't do it anymore. You know, yeah. just like, I think that they should make prostitution legal, just like they do it in, you know, in, in Carson city. And then yeah. you go and you get tested every single week. You know, when I worked at the brothel, we got tested every single week and we pay taxes and we're fingerprinted and, you know, we're registered and it's a job. Oh, we are very much a sex worker positive podcast. Mm -hmm. We are a sex positive podcast. Mm -hmm. I mean, Positively, a lot of sex. Positively, I <laughs> that I've been not having much sex recently. But, you know, that's right. I'm still being positive. That's right. I'm being positive, that positive. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, I know in the, I was going to say in the film industry, um, I mean, there's unions. And well, yeah, there's unions and they get royalties, you know, so my son was an actor and he actually wants to get back into it again. But, you know, he's still getting royalties mailed to us from when he was three, four, five years old. You know, um, there is no royalties in the adult industry. A lot of times people will come to me and say, you know, hey, I've got this amazing script or this amazing idea and I want to present it to you because you've got the connections. And then, you know, we can go in on this together and then we get royalties. And I'm like, honey, there ain't no royalties. There's just not. And it's um, the industry's changed a lot because, you know, uh, there never used to be an OnlyFans and a loyal fans and, you know, all these different contents and all these different um, Internet platforms where people are stealing our stuff and, you know, using it for free. And it's a constant battle 
to get online if I type in my name and I'm everywhere, you know, and they've stolen this and that. And, you know, you have to do a DMCA complaint. And it's just for me, it's like, you know, fuck it. Just pay me for my scene and then I'm done, you know? Right. Yeah. And just do that. Do it, whatever you want to steal it, make my popularity so somebody else wants to hire me. So. All right. Oh. Well, <laughs> so um, I, I was going to ask about your club. Mm-hmm. So is it a strip club or is it a dance club? What is it? Oh, my, my lifestyle, my singers club? Yeah. Okay, so uh, no, the, so my swingers club. Remember, I told you back in back in uh, 2012, I was invested. The gentleman invested in me fifty thousand yeah. dollars. That was that was to find a location and you know make it up to par. Uh, we rented a mansion um, for ten thousand square foot mansion, about uh, fifteen minutes north of my house, and um, it was a drug home when we got it. Like when we went in to go look at it, I was like, no, I'm not doing it. And he was like, yes, we are. And I'm like, no, we're not. There's fucking ducks in the living room. You know, and he's like, it'll be fine. And I'm like, I'm the one that has to live here with my children, you know, but, um, but we took it and, um, and, uh, we lived, I lived there for eight months and it was a beautiful place. I mean, you know, we had our grand opening and my club, you know, has 20,000 members now, but after eight months of living there, never getting reimbursed for the things that the, uh, property management company said that they would reimburse for because we rented yeah. it, um, turns come to find out they had stolen my identity along with like 10 other people. And they were, you know, trying to buy homes in my name. And oh, I, didn't, I didn't know God. any of that. Oh. I didn't know. It was a nightmare. I didn't know any of that until 2018, I think. So we left. 2012, we got the house. Eight months later, I had to move out. The roof caved in, and they weren't going to fix it, and they weren't reimbursing me. And I said, I'm done. I moved out, and I was still running my club. I was doing what's called like a hotel buyout or a meet and greet at a vanilla bar, which we still open to the public, or a nightclub buyout, stuff like that. And so that's what I still do today. And then okay. I think it was like 2018, I received a phone call from a federal agent in Washington, D.C., saying that I was being subpoenaed to court as the top witness for these people. Oh, um, wow. And we had already, we had left there in 2012, and we'd sued them, and that cost me $15,000 to sue them. I still had to pay back my investor the $50,000, and now I'm not in that home. I couldn't move back to this house because we rented this for two years. So I had to go find somewhere else to live. It was a disaster. Um, we ended up winning the lawsuit. We ended up winning the lawsuit though. I, I couldn't believe it. Um, they Thank told God. me, they told me you'll never see the money again because they, they'd all been put in prison. Okay. It was really bad. And um, I got a phone call from my PO box that said, you know, you need to come down here and sign for this envelope. And I'm like, sign for it. And they were like, nope, they said you need to. So I went down there and I went, I was actually with the gentleman who invested in my company. And wow. we opened he, there was two envelopes and I opened one and it was like $2,500 and I go, whatever, you know, and, and he's like, well, pull the car over because wait till you see what this one is. And it was what we sued for and we got it. So oh my oh, God. Well, congratulations. Good. It's all gone though. Mr. People trying to sue me now. It's gone. Well, right? that damn, that is, thought that's pretty epic. Uh, so you just never that, know. And I know that you can probably, and I, do you tell the story in your book? What? Do you talk about the story in your book? Yes, I do. Yeah. Oh. So my book is, so I've got my book right here. So my book is, um, it's a hundred percent true. Okay. So my book is, do you guys see that? There you go. When the ice melts. Yeah. Yeah. I will put links in our show note descriptions when mm -hmm. this posts. All right? It is on, it's on, I get a signed copy. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. It's on my website. And then, so I do autograph copies off, off my website. And then of course it's on Kindle. We did an audible. So it's on all through Amazon and stuff like that. Oh, awesome. Um, cool. who, who did your audible? I actually found a gentleman on Facebook um, and I, I wrote him and I said, you know, hey, I saw that I saw he was advertising other ones. And, um, it, you know, for me, it's very difficult, not difficult, but it's not like I'm just contacting somebody and saying, hey, you know, 
do you mind, would you like to do my readings of my book? Um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a love story or it's, you know, whatever, or, yeah. a con- or going into a hotel and saying, you know, hi, I'd like to do a buyout for a wedding for an event. Okay. It's, it's a different ball game. You've got to approach it with, you know, just so you know, this is gonna, this has to do with brothels. This has to do with, you know, porn industry. This has to do with swingers and stuff like that. And, and he was amazing. So he did my audio and then he did, we, we, we just, we split the, whatever I sell on it. So we just go 50, 50. Um, and then my second book is almost done. And then I got to get working on getting that published. What's that published I haven't named it yet, but um, well, so my club, my club is Hanky Panky Lifestyle. It was Hanky Panky Lifestyle. And my podcast was Hanky Panky Podcast. Yep. And um, we're going through a, um, a rebrand. And so we are now high profile. See it? Nice. Yes. Okay. There it is. There oh, it is. okay. High profile. Because when I. Nice. So when high I, profile. Uh, so we're changing. Changing the way we're doing stuff. I've got a new background. See, I'm gonna pull this back. Looking awesome, Coraline. Uh, thank y'all. How's that? I'm How's gonna that? lean in because I don't have my glasses on. But damn, <laughs> look at that hot bitch. Well, yeah. I know. I'm still trying to figure out like Girl. where do I sit. <laughs> you look so, so good. We're just trying to make it different. Trying to, you know, um, I felt like my other podcast was very, um, you know, I was like, I felt like 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 I couldn't be comfortable. So I wanted yeah. this to be more like. I wanted like a bed, but my, my, my PR, my public relations guy says, you're not doing a bed. So I was like, okay, well, okay. But I got comfy pillows. Nice. <laughs> so yeah. Super cute. Thank you. I love it. So I, I want to say that your Twitter account was stolen. Corlin Jewel. That's your backup account. My backup is Corlin Jewel. My sweet blue CJ, some asshole tried, he took my Facebook last night. I got that back and now he's got my Twitter. I would love to give him my lawsuits in my life is what I'd like to do. I want him to have all of it. You want my oh. life? My freaking life. Motherfucker. Like, so, oh, yeah. do, you want, do you want that? I will also give you these. Thank oh, you. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how people have time. How they have time. But I know how it happened because I was getting messages on Instagram yesterday from someone saying, vote for me. Vote for me. And I was, so you guys, if anybody's listening, don't like, you know, um, when, you're, when you get these weird messages from your friends and they don't make sense. I finally texted my friend today and I go, that isn't you, is it? And he goes, no, don't click the link. And I go, yeah. Too late. Yeah. So do you still have a, um, I guess, an account for your Hanky Pinky podcast? Is that I do. Yeah, I still, I still have my four other accounts that are connected through that one, and I okay. can access those. And I've written Twitter, and I had everybody that I know write Twitter and report that my account was stolen. But it takes forever for them to answer. You know, I mean, I remember on Facebook, they they took down a. I'm a, I'm a wedding planner, and I own a wedding company, and they took down a wedding video, 2017, and I think it was maybe six weeks ago. I got a letter saying, oh, your dispute's been resolved. And the wedding the wedding no, video goes thanks. back up. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? You're like, I don't. a father-daughter dance that they they flagged me on. I was like, really? Now it's back? Thank you so much. So You're maybe like, I'll oh. get my Twitter down for that. Maybe I won't. Crazy. Man. I do, things. however, know. So if the person's listening, I do know where you live. I found your mm-hmm. IP address and I found everything about you. So you best watch out. Don't fuck with me. I mean, <laughs> less, less than 24 hours i know everything about him so nice don't mess with carlin do not i have been digging your podcast the hinky pinky podcast because it's usually you and sometimes a different adult entertainer and it's so cool listening to you discuss about the business mm. of the industry and like how to like you know uh achieve more followers and always doing the social media marketing yourself and how to like get people to view your, Building your brand. Your Building your brand. Mm-hmm. 
Because I thought, hey, two good-looking girls, they're just going to be telling our stories to each other. They are <laughs> just going to be talking about high people like wearing. pillow fights. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that so one where, down well, under the bleachers. Like, that's, that's what girls always do when they get together. That's all we do. You know? It's all we do. We're it's like, definitely not about being a boss bitch. But, you know, yeah. It's like, oh, hi, I've got new vibrator. You want to try it out? We'll get out together. Burn. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so we have, you know, we do we do anything that's adult industry topic. So um, yeah. it could be the lifestyle. It could be couples in the lifestyle. It could be somebody that owns a swingers mm-hmm. club. It could be somebody that owns a swingers app. Or um, a director in the lifestyle, a photographer, a journalist, a scientist, you know, who does the testing. Also, I had an attorney last week or Monday, yesterday, right? So my attorney, um, you know, talks about, you know, why does he, you know, why is he such an advocate for the adult industry? Um, And then we're going to be switching it up. So like this Monday, and I haven't even recorded this Monday's yet, but um, this Monday I'm going to be fun. I haven't even picked my topic yet, you know, but it'll probably just be me and just kind of, you know, sharing a story. Everything will always be based on something I've experienced. So. Oh, I love that. Awesome. That was the feedback that we got with some people. Some people were just like, you know, you don't always have to have a guest. Like, let's go back to some of your craziness, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm watching a movie, I'm like, I can totally do what that person does. <laughs> and I'm thinking, maybe, maybe not. Because I guess when you shoot, like, the scene, it's not your regular sex. You got, like, shooting different angles. I told Vern, it's like the- work. It is work. I mean, it's not sexy. I know it's a not lot sexy. of well, a lot of like a lot of guys. I mean, of course, I get this from men all the time. You know, Corlin, I want to shoot a scene with you, or Corlin, I think I'd be really good at porn. Get me in porn, and I'm like, I think it's way easier for women personally because we can yeah. fake it. Okay, we can fake it. I can't fake a hard on. I can't fake uh, you know, ejaculation. You, you can't right. fake that. Okay. Um, and so for me, you know, sometimes another thing I'm a big advocate on is that women get paid more than men, and I'm not okay with that. I mean, um, I can fake ejaculation. I got sleep strain. Right. I think, well, I, you know, to, to ruin the industry, we have a lot of what we're called fake pop shots, you know, yeah. you'll think that that's real. I mean, I've got a video of me and it's not calm in my, in my mouth. It's not, it's a, it's toothpaste and my lube actually, you know, you were saying that, um, women get paid more than men, mm-hmm. women get paid more than men. Um, I'm okay with that. If it is a, what's called a POV scene. So it's a point of view scene. He never shows his face. Okay. Then I get it. Okay. He's working, you know, his regular job as a physicist and his other, you know, and then this is his side gig and nobody ever knows that that's him. Okay. But if a man is showing his face and a woman is showing her face and you're equally on set the same amount of time. Okay. Equal pay. Equal pay. There's no reason, there's no reason yep. that it shouldn't be. Um, and so they don't do that. And then um, on a scene, you know, if I'm shooting with somebody that's new, you know, I'm constantly like kind of moving their hands. Like, you know, you got to you gotta watch your angles. You got to look where the camera's at, especially if there's only one camera, which most of the time there is now. You know, your director, yeah. your director is. We were saying that last time that mm-hmm. the amount of people working on set is way low now. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, we had a, I just shot a scene and it was me, the male talent and the director, who was also the camera guy, who also played the robber that was outside and put a ski mask on, you know, ran around. Right. The, you know, and it's like, uh, no, there's a man no, of many hats. That if, I mean, when they offer us like um, hair and makeup is offered on set, that's like a wow, you know, or yeah. if, if there's food, if there's even like water, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, no, well, I guess I'm, I'm also kind of curious, too, is that when you go to production movies, how do you know? Uh oh. Where'd you guys go? Sorry, Corlin. It, it's done this a couple times. Better than by her, you know? You. Oh, here. 
crazy. It kind of blacks out sometimes. It's a okay. weird thought. Sorry. That's okay. We got you back. So, You're good. So I, I was just asking, how do you how how do you get contact with scenes, and how do you know that this is a legitimate company? So um, it you know it um you know a lot of people there's still agencies out there okay so if you get an agent um and an agency takes you then um they'll submit you for work and then some agencies do what they call you're allowed to self book so if I find a job you know and I, and my agent didn't find it I can go and you know submit myself to that job um if you want to know if it's legit you can always run it by if you have a you know a producer or I'm sorry a manager or an agent now if you don't and you are looking like there's a lot of sites um sexy jobs model mayhem model mayhem's never really for the adult industry though but sexy jobs adult folio um I, I probably get offered three, four jobs a week on there and three of the four scams. Okay. Um, but, but I have an app, you run, the, I run, I run their phone number right away and right away it'll tell you how that, they, you know, they've scammed other people or whatever. Um, you know, you want to look at uh, how long have they been on the site? Uh, do they have any comments? So I shot with somebody who's brand new to that site, brand spanking new. Okay. Um, and he followed through and he paid the job, you know, paid everything. And so I went right on there while he was still at my home. And I said, I'm giving you a review right now so that other girls know you're safe, you're legit, and you are who you say you are, you know? And so look for those reviews and ask for references. It's fine. If you say, listen, you have no reviews on here. Get, you know, give me, give me your phone number and give me, and if they won't do that, because I get a lot of like, well, I'm not giving you my phone number. Okay. Well then I guess your fucking dick's not going to find me. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, good. I just want to make sure that, you know, <laughs> play itself safe there too, because I would be like, that would be safe. Now, so easy to have a camera. Oh yeah, we call that. I mean, and, and so a couple of things we call that a GWC, a guy with a camera. Okay. Yeah. Um. Now I've shot with GWCs. Okay. Really, he's just you know really he's just saying he wants an escort, but he doesn't want you to know it's an escort. So he's telling you he's going to film it. Wonderful, great. Your name rates though. You know. Um. But you know, trust your gut and trust trust your intuition because if you're if something's telling you it's not right, then it's not right. Okay. So. Okay. Well, good. Good. Ah. <laughs> So I, well, it is 8.30. It is 8.30 now. Yep. It's going to be our time to leave here soon, Corlin. But thank you ever so much. Thank also, you for when having are we coming me down? back. <laughs> I know. When are we visiting you? What? what? Oh, no. Wait, wait. I, I want to come to you guys. Where are you? We're going to miss oh, oh. You do? You want to see the farm? Yeah. It's getting, it's get getting it. close to winter. Are you sure? <laughs> uh, Let's see. How? Where are you? Minnesota, right? Yep. Yeah. How far is that from Iowa? Oh, like three oh, hours. Oh yeah, not far at all. Three hours driving? Yep. Yeah. Well, I just got, I just, just texted a uh, private society and I said, I want to come back and shoot. And she said, what dates work for you? So, um, let me see if I can convince her oh, to shit. get me out that there be before. Yeah. Like maybe, um, here. you can come stay with me. Yeah. That'd be fun. Get me out of oh, California. Yeah. Oh, we call, oh, oh, hang out with you. And hang out you so anywhere. Fun. You're so uh-huh. fun. There's always a great place to go to here. Oh yeah. There's the bingo hall. Yep. There's uh the bowling alley. There's the bowling alley and no. the bingo hall. That's right. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I am not a I'm not a partier. I'm really not. Like when my friends want me to go out, I'm like, I just want to make my jewelry. Like I'm like I'm making jewelry and like I'm loving making. Like, you two should have a jewelry making party. Yeah. I know. I love. I'm, I'm, I'm like addicted to it. Watch movies and drink coffee. You and like make coffee? jewelry. I like coffee and I like wine, yeah. But um, okay. I don't need to be out in a loud bar. If I'm in a loud bar and like people are talking to me, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, I, I don't like loud bars either. Mm-mm. I'm more of like we a like, pub. We like karaoke. Karaoke. Occasionally. Karaoke is fun to watch. I can't. You can sing. I can't sing for shit. Oh, but, um, 
She is. She is. But I, I yeah. So I don't like um if it's too loud and I can't like talk. So like yeah. even when I even when I like um run my what's a good example my swinger events. Okay. So I tell my DJ, take it. You know, keep it down. People want this is they're here to communicate and ultimately see if they're gonna hook up with somebody. They don't want to be screaming at that person. Same right. like when I go when I go to Exotica and we're working our booths. You know, people are there to talk to the vendors, get their, you know, get autographs from the um, performers, watch the stage shows, but you don't have to be so freaking loud that I'm like this close to the guy, you know, and there's COVID and everything, monkey, whatever going around, you know, and I'm like, well, let me get, take, take a chance of that because you can't hear me otherwise, you know, so. Right. It's too loud. I don't, I'm not. We're not big partiers either, so it's all good. Oh, there you go. we're totally big partiers. We're just I want like, to go to the bowling oh, alley. I'll just take my nails off before we bowl. If when I was 20, I was at this gallery. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I party when I was 20, too. But this, ladies and gentlemen, this is definitely, uh, definitely uh, support Portland. Go to her website, portlandjewel.com. Yes. Buy her and book, When the Ice Melts, ladies and before I'll put a link to that yeah. description. Uh, join her OnlyFans. That's Free. great. I, I'm a subscriber to OnlyFans, and I've tipped you before on there. Yes, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I, uh, I wish that I wish that I told you I think I would I mean if every fan put a dollar in their month okay, okay. that's five hundred dollars for me and that can pay some of my bills you know but right they don't yeah just a dollar you guys and just I, a dollar. Uh, one dollar I, I did see on your only fans that you do offer custom videos is that true mm -hmm. yes you do yeah. okay I mean, that's how I started so I do that keep that in mind do you tap dance no but I can learn I would like you to wear a prairie dress. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's an easy oh, one. You can shall be shown. You should hear some of the when I talk to some of these girls, like the webcam girls, and you know, and we talk about you know the requests that we've gotten, or even like when I do chat agents because I work for Dr. Susie, I'm a therapist for her, and um, someone I used to say, oh honey, I've heard it all, and I've stopped saying that. You can't say that because you have not heard it all. And some of these, these I have a girl, I'll touch this very quickly. One of my girls that I interviewed on her, from her, she's a webcam girl. She has a customer who's infatuated with the Flintstones. So he actually bought her like the Flintstone car and he bought her the Flintstone outfit and he has her play the music during the webcam show. Like there's Flintstones and then that's what she does. And I'm like, wow. That's like hilarious. So yeah. I love like, it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking for a fan out there that wants me to do Smurf stuff, like Smurfette and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Yes. Why not? I think about that. Sure. All right. You're an yeah. evil, evil robot Smurf that yeah. gets turned good by the power of but the there, Smurf. But there was two female Smurfs. There was like Red Smurf and like a Oh, that's, Smurf. that was like later. Yeah. But yeah. the only female Smurf there was was Smurfette that's and true. Gargamel made her. Yes. To infiltrate. Oh, she was the, the only female Smurf? Yeah. Yeah. I had never noticed that. Very yeah, it was all boy Smurfs until Gargamel infiltrated with a with a fake because he was trying to to like trick them so he could get them to come. Remember when like cartoons were good? There was a Fraggle Rock, and then there was um, what was the other one? Bird Berenstein Bears. Oh, oh, Berenstein Bears. That's always a classic. That was the Good first one. horror thing I ever, I'll tell you about that later, but that was the very first horror, experience in horror ever, was the Berenstain Bears. Berenstain Bears? Uh, yes. There was a horror really? story got that scared the shit out of me. It's called the Berenstain Bears <laughs> and the Spooky Old Tree. Oh. I know what it was. 
And that cassette with the music scared the living fuck out of me. Oh, wow. I'm interested. And I'll tell you more of that at different times. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you guys, thank you again for having me. I really appreciate it. And tell your son happy birthday. Yes. Thank you. I will. Have a great time tomorrow night. And thanks for getting home and and logging on with us. And making it on time. My pleasure. My pleasure. Keep us posted about when you're going to be in Iowa. I will. I will. I'll definitely look and see what she says. Thank you again, darling. Right. Bye. Later. Bye, Corlin. Bye, darling. Before we go with her, I have to just say, you you can leave anytime you want to, Corlin, but I thank you so much. I just got to give a quick shout out right now uh, to our wonderful Patreon subscribers that do this every episode. So, big shout out to people who listen to us and raise us money. I appreciate that. So, thank you. Mine. Okay, number one is Chris Revel of Let's Chat with Chris Revel. That's right. Uh, Number two is Jason Soto from Rabbit Hole Podcast Show and whatever with Jason Soto. Number three is uh, Ashley at the Movies. Uh, I believe uh, Mark and Ashley from mm-hmm. Ashley at the Movies. Matt and, Matt, Matt and Ashley from Ashley at the Movies. Uh, thank you. Uh, Jeanette Mickenham from AKA Jeanette. Thank you very much, Jeanette. Uh, Bed Knobs and Broom. Yes, Linda Castro. Mm-hmm. Bed Knobs and Broom Flits. Uh, Johnny Roberts, who wrote the book, The Deep Sea Anthologies, which is an audio book. Look at him thinking real hard. Um, and then, uh, so we have, uh, and then last one on here. Harvey is, Andrews. Have Harvey Andrews <laughs> from our band, Your Ex-Girlfriend. That's right. So, and we have a show coming up here on August 31st. Yes. So definitely go on to your... Uh, Mortimer's. 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 I, I, can, post, I always forget the name of that bar. I, I always want to links. say anything but Mortimer's. I mean, I, Mortimer's. I, can, I had I had edible and liquor and I'm still remembering shit. I, I know, like, you're better I'm than about, me. I'm like, Look at you. Look at you. Imagine now, what you would do me. if you didn't drink. Nothing. That's fair. That's probably much change. All right. Well, so, you guys have a good night. Uh, later, everybody. So thank you all for watching this. Thanks to Coral and Jewel. Uh, website simplycalled.net, uh, Facebook, Simply I don't have podcast. to leave it anymore. Yes, you leave that here. Oh, I want to leave it. Yes, Facebook.com. We love, you. we love you all very much. Mm. Peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.